T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Friday, everyone. Zach Jones, Josh Schmidt, hanging out with you for the next two hours, filling in for One Bills Live. Here's they have the last two days off they've had off uh, with the Bills being on the bye week this week. Me and Josh were on earlier today as we filled in for the Extra Point Show as well. We had about an hour-long lunch break. It was nice. We've been watching golf in here. We've been watching it disappointingly rain outside, which has been lovely. Love that Friday weather for us, If man. it wasn't raining and if it hadn't snowed, I would be trying to find a tea time for golf right you now. You would be. You would be. Of I would have would been be. Even though it's going to be dark at 4.30. Don't care. You can get nine in. I respect that. I respect that. Uh, do want to give everyone an update real quick, though, on uh, the latest surrounding Von Miller. If you did miss it yesterday, there was an arrest warrant out for uh, him uh, due to an assault charge uh, involving his girlfriend and himself from Wednesday morning. Uh, he did eventually turn himself into the police late last night, or I wouldn't even say late last night. It was around 6.37 that that had come in. Uh, we do have a little bit more of an update today, uh, that being from the original Dallas TV station that did report this, WFAA. Uh, Von Miller's girlfriend apparently uh, reported to the uh, news station that, quote, no one assaulted anyone. This is insane and sad. She then went on to say further that this whole incident has been blown out of proportion. Outside of that, there really is not much more here. Uh, we do know that the Dallas police that were at the scene uh, uh, did kind of corroborate a lot of the or- original statements that she did have minor injuries. Uh, there were marks, at least on her neck, that kind of corroborated pressure being put on her neck. Um, I- I'm not going to say anything kind of further on that in terms of if she recanted her statement or out of out of really anything. Um, I'm not really sure how Texas's legal policy either goes um, in terms of if you actually can recant once charges have already been filed, which they have been. I'm not really sure if Texas is uh, a state that can move on without the original consent of the uh, victim. I'm not sure outside of that, but I do want to give a little bit of an update there on the Von Miller situation. And with that, I want to do pivot away from it because honestly, right now, that's really all we have. The Bills released their statement yesterday, basically saying that they had become aware of it yesterday morning. They were gathering information and they weren't going to be speaking any further on it. Um, With it being the bye week, I don't really know the next time we'll hear from Von Miller. Um, maybe next week, Tuesday, Wednesday, something along those lines. We may hear from him. I'm not 100% sure on that. But that's what we have uh, right now. We do also have a piece up at our website, WGR550.com. And then, of course, if you want to read the original piece, that is over at WFAA in Dallas. With that being said, Josh, we were talking uh, uh, a little bit today, especially on the Extra Point Show, of just, 
I guess where this Bills season is going, and I kind of want to dive a little bit further into that because we jumped into the idea that this season we may we may want to start thinking about the off season. I kind of want to talk about you know what happens if they do go on a run here. I, I want to take a little bit more of a positive spin and like what if they're able to take what I thought was a very good performance against Philadelphia that culminated in a really ugly end, but what if they're able to kind of take that performance? And go on a run, maybe win out. Well, initially, what I would do is I would point at you and laugh and say, "I told you so." Totally understandable. I'm a very negative person, though. <laughs> I, like, I, like, I just, I always am expecting the other shoe to drop, especially when it comes to my favorite sports teams. Yeah. I mean, we were talking a little bit about today with the college football uh, championship games. I mean, you're a Texas today. fan, so you're kind of used exactly. to disappointment. And we were talking about that. Texas is a 15 and a half point favorite, and you looked at me dead in the eyes, and you're like, "Well, what if they lose?" And I go. They might. Like they're so really they're fifteen well, and a half point favorites, and I was like, "There's a good chance." Let me let me give you a stat for you real quick here. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen's the only quarterback to beat Patrick Mahomes twice in Arrowhead Stadium. Okay, Patrick Mahomes' quarterback rating in Arrowhead one hundred three point three. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen's quarterback rating in Arrowhead one fourteen point one. I mean, that's the, like some of his. But, I mean, truly, best games have come in Arrowhead. But to be fair, that's not the game everyone's worried about. I don't think personally. I, 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 you've beaten the Chiefs before. They look like an offense that isn't what it used to be. It looks like you can beat them. It looks like you could very easily beat them. However, you have the Cowboys the week after. Now, if this, okay, let me ask you this: If this week, this coming week, off the bye, they were playing the Cowboys instead of the Chiefs, if the games were flipped, like if the Bills were mm-hmm. playing the Chiefs or the Cowboys coming out of the bye, would you feel better or worse Oof. about the game? Honestly, I, probably I, not that good I'd for the sheer better. fact of how they looked last night. True, and and even if it, and even if they didn't play last night, and they're, they're going to play them, or, or no, they would have because then it's coming out of the bye. Them, how they looked on Thanksgiving and last night, and how Dak looks, mm-hmm. and how wounded the secondary is, and how much they they can give up a ton of yards. Um, I, I'll be perfectly honest. The, the Cowboys do scare me. I said it at the end of extra, at, at the end of the extra point show. I think they might be for real this year. Yeah. I, I think you're right, and, but, that, and that, that is the thing is like you look at just right away those two those first two games. Yes, it's at home. Yes, it's a night game or it's mm-hmm. a 4:25 game, but it'll ultimately become a night game. That's concerning. Like they are a very good team, and, but to be honest though with you, those would be the games that they win. They go two and zero in that run, and then immediately drop a game to the Chargers or the Patriots, or they drop the game to the Dolphins. I I feel like there is. An- and we said this before when they were going to play the chart or the Patriots the first time. There's no way you lose this game, but they did. They figured out a way, and that's that's just where it is. Mm-hmm. And, but but looking at the Cowboys' schedule, you know, I know I just said like, oh, I'd prefer to play them coming out of the bye. I'm going to contradict myself and say it also is fine when we're playing them because the Eagles yeah, are the next opponent yeah. for the Cowboys and. I'm not I'm not saying you know whatever whatever is going to happen is going to happen with Cowboys Eagles but those are two very physical teams and it's going to be those an emotional two, game regardless yeah, of the outcome it's going to be a tough game all the way around mm-hmm. and it's is it the Sunday night game or is it the Monday night game that is going to be Sunday night let's also okay. remember that the that the Cowboys have had one of the easiest schedules defense wise in yesterday, the NFL yesterday was their first win over a team that has an above 500 record mm-hmm. Yeah, but with that being said, I mean, like you're right, they're going to be coming out of an emotional game, win or loss against the Eagles. Right. That could be for first place in the division, and it could, like depend, I said, depending on how the Eagles do against San Francisco. Like I said, it could be very physical, and you never know how that's going to affect the players 
in terms of availability for the week after. And I'm, 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 I'm in saying that I'm not saying, you know, I hope for an injury or something. I'm just saying it's a no, but the, it's they're a beat up. It's towards the end yeah, of the season. It's yeah. the end of the season, and the Eagles are a very good team, and so are the Cowboys. But in terms of what that means for the Bills, the Bills are coming off in in this scenario. They'd be coming off a win over the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. That'd be a big confidence boost. Yep, but it also could be an emotional game for the Bills. Now, I will say, in terms of, I guess you know, in a more positive light here for the Bills. They will be coming out of this by in a playoff mindset. Yes. Where if we drop another game, our season is likely in reality done. That right. we're kind of just going to go through the motions, finish the season out, and go on vacation early. And this is a team mm-hmm. that is older, looking to win a Super Bowl, and is not a good headspace to be in in terms of like you'd expect them to do it. No, you're expecting them to go out swinging here. I I guess my problem is, and where I'm running into this, and I want to be more positive, but it's just I'm having a tough time doing so because this Bills team all year has been frustrating. They haven't won two straight games since October 1st when they beat Miami following their win over Washington. Yeah. They win a game, they lose a game, or they lose two straight games, and then they win a game. I mean, that's how they've been all year. Now, with that being said, if, if history shows that they lose to Philadelphia, they beat Kansas City. But even then, that Kansas City win if it does happen, may feel hollow at that point because you have dropped games already to Philadelphia, to Cincinnati, to Denver, to New England, to the Jets, where it's just like, okay, we get it. You you understand how to beat Kansas City. You you, you can get up for those games. Right. What about but, the games against the Mac Joneses of the world, the Zach Wilsons of the world? Why can't you get up for those games? I mean, this, this is a few years in a row now. They've dropped games to those exact teams. I will, I will say a loss to the Chiefs. This is from the uh, New York Times playoff mm-hmm. machine. A loss to the Chiefs puts them at five percent to make the playoffs, and that's before. Oh yeah, that's oh yeah. That is before any other games happen this week, because there's so many games this week that that matter to the Bills, the Browns and the Rams, the Steelers and the Cardinals, Dolphins, Commanders even matters. Especially though, Broncos, Texans. I mean, that's but that's the thing though. It's like that's and that's what I mean by like, that playoff mindset they're going to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They lose to the Chiefs. They're at a five percent to make it, regardless of any other if, outcome. And then, and then, even if even if you win out at that point, let's say oh, you need some help. If you win out, you're only at forty eight percent. You need teams like Pittsburgh to start losing. Yep. Again, if you win out, it's a ninety seven percent chance you're making the playoffs. Like, no, no, no ifs ands or buts. You're making the playoffs if you win out. So, it's. It's easier said than done. Much easier said than done, obviously. But I, I just, I think they can do it. And that's not me being like, oh, I, I, I'm a Bills fan. Go Bills. Mm-hmm. No, that is. You have Josh Allen. The offense looks good. The defense is resting and rested up. I was gonna say it, it's the good, offense it's is good for them specifically to like just get a minute to kind of like because the collect offense, yourself. The defense has arguably had the rougher time. Because of the fact that you're missing Matt Milano and Daquan Jones. If you, they've been taking a beating with injuries. If you had one of those two, this is a different story. But you don't have either of them. You're also missing Trey White. So you're heavily relying on people who are not normally starters. And granted, they've done a great job. A.J. Epineza has come out of the woodwork and been fantastic when they needed him to. Mm-hmm. Terrell Bernard has been he's, he's, a he's standout. Been, he's been the one for When me. Matt Milano comes back next year, as long as he can come back to the way he was... Those two are going to be what you wanted Tremaine Edmonds and Matt Milano to be. Yeah, there, there is that feeling that if 
Milano can come back, they'll all of a sudden maybe have the best linebacking duo in the AFC, if not the NFL. Right. So you go you go from having the best safety duo to having the best linebacking duo, mm-hmm. and and it's like yeah, that that stinks. You're losing Poyer and Hyde, mm-hmm. but you're gaining arguably a better asset yeah. because that could improve your run game or your run defense, I should say. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. There's a lot of silver linings with this team, and I think that's honestly <laughs> that's easily the most frustrating part. If you if you had to look at the season and put a cliche on it it's look at the silver lining because there's so much that you can sit there and say well this happened and that happened and then you can also say well you still have this and you still have that you still have josh allen as your quarterback you still have stefan diggs mm-hmm. you still have matt milano coming back and granted you don't know what he's going to be like after the injury but he's probably going to be fine he's, he's picked up a few injuries before and this i don't i don't Without being a health expert, this doesn't feel like one of those that is going to be a lingering one that's just like he can't really ever get over. Mm-hmm. Uh, Milano has not always been the physical freak. He's an incredibly intelligent football player, and this really right. what has been able to help him. His instincts are very good. I just, I, I'm, I don't want to be negative today, but like I I'm feel not like to, I am. I'm not trying to be negative either. No, cause, like because because we were negative yesterday, and I wanted to be a little bit more positive today. But like I'm still sitting here and just going like, yeah, but like they still have a game against the New England team that they were abysmal against mm-hmm. early in the year where they needed to win that game and they lost it. And Denver, the same thing. And it's just, you, you still have a Chargers team it, with Justin Herbert, a quarterback, where I could absolutely see them losing a barn burner of a game. It's the Chargers. It's the Chargers. It's the Chargers. It's the Chargers, but I could see them losing a barn burner of a game, which, I mean, that's going to be you know an unstoppable force and against an immovable object. Let's see which <laughs> one breaks. That'll yeah. be exciting. But then as well, it's also just right out of the bye, maybe your two toughest games right away. You get the Chiefs, and then you get the Cowboys, but, and and your season could be decided there. Like honestly, the last three games, really could just be just finish the season. This is already over with. They're not officially eliminated, but they're eliminated. Honestly, though, that's kind of the best case scenario. I'd rather have those two games right there than let's say you know let's say we played the Cowboys in Week Four, and okay. then and then you play the Eagles, and then you have your bye, and then you play the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I think it's better kind of to have it all right in a row. Because then you have this the mindset, mindset stays the same of okay, we're not going from the Cowboys to the Patriots. We're going from the Chiefs to the Cowboys. Yeah, the mindset stays the Eagles the same. to the Chiefs to the Cowboys. Like it's 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 just it's a much easier way of it, it staying is, it in the zone. It is frustrating because 20, 2021 has been pulled out a lot for this season. Mm-hmm. They go eleven and six that year, and they go on, on they go on I think a four game win streak to end out the year. But the end of that year with games against like Carolina, Atlanta, I think the Jets were in there as well. And even then, you know, to be perfectly honest, remembering that season, they didn't look awesome. Like they didn't look like they were going to go on this historic run of an offense no. in 2021. But, they kind of, I don't want to say they were limping to those big wins because they were big wins, but they didn't look as. They didn't look as confident as I think as many of us remember them looking. It was very much a like, all right, you got through it, but that was certainly something. Yeah, so the Tampa Bay game is week 14. They lose that in overtime. They then go on and beat the Panthers 31-14. A little bit better of a game. Allen, three touchdowns, a pick, about 210 yards. Singletary was very good that day, 86 rushing yards and a touchdown. Then you go on and you play the Patriots. That game ultimately, I think, is a, a bit wider of a score, but I, I feel like I remember that game being a little bit closer than the scoreboard. They win that one 33-21. Allen's very good that day, 30-47. Uh, Allen's the leading rusher. Isaiah, that's the Isaiah McKenzie game. So, yeah, that game was much closer until the end. And then, you know, the Falcons, you win 29-15. Allen throws three picks. 
It's not a good game really at all. And then you beat the Jets. And again, Allen is pretty darn good. Not too bad by any stretch. And then you go into the playoffs. But even then, it was like, eh. 11 and 6, they were the three seed that year. But I don't ever really remember feeling like they were about to go on a run. And then they did. And and that's the thing is like it, I get it. It's a lot of just like just get in, and that's and that's been a big talking point with this with this Bills team by national media members, especially after these past two weeks. Is if the Bills get in, they can beat anyone. Where yeah. when you look at teams like the Steelers, or I'd even say like a Houston Texans, man, you Steelers, don't think they can beat anyone. The Steelers are just such a weird team. That's Mike Tomlin, man. I'm and like, I'm that that's that like, is easily the frustrating thing is that is a Mike Tomlin team though. Like, he will drag you into the mud. And hope and pray to win, but when they do play like the big boys of the AFC, Patrick Mahomes, I, a few years ago, I think it was 2021 that year, Kansas City got to play Pittsburgh in round one, or, or maybe it was... That's, no, you're right. No, wait. Or was it 2020? No, because they played the Browns the one year. Oh, you know what? Oh. It was the Browns when Baker Mayfield was still there, remember? And and it was if the Browns win, the Bills play the Browns in the AFC Championship. Yeah. So I think the Browns played the Steelers, maybe. Yes, because that, yep. that was, I think, their first playoff win in Yeah, right. Forever. They played the Steelers and because that was the wild card game. It was, yeah, it was 2021. That was that 11-0 Steelers, and they yep. felt and yep. like yeah, they were the luckiest 11-0 team. Yeah, and the Bills played the Ravens that year. No, no, no. no. This is this is 2021. 2021. Was, so that's this is right before the Colts. Yeah, their wild card yeah. game was 13 seconds, and then we played the Patriots. We when played was, the Patriots in 2021 for the wild card round. They played the Steelers. When was the Colts won? That was 2020. Oh, man. This all meshes together. I'm sorry. Because um, <laughs> then we, we play the Colts, beat right, the Colts, yep. play the Ravens. The Teron Johnson pick six happens. Then the AFC Championship game. Yes. Okay. Uh, where in 2020, the Chiefs played the Browns in the divisional round. Chad Henney or Bryant, or I think Chad Henney finishes out that game. Mm-hmm. Then they play the Bills in the AFC Championship game. Because they were the one seed. They played the Browns in the divisional round. The Browns played the Steelers in the wild card round. Right. Okay. We've got that figured out now. But that was – but that – that wasn't 13 seconds. Though. That was the year the Bills made it to the AFC Championship. They were 13 and three, made it to the AFC and Championship. And then they game and then they, they kind of get blown out yeah. in a way. 2021 is 13 seconds, yes. and the Steelers start that year 11 and 0, fall off a cliff. I think to finish 12 and that four. That was the 2020 mm-hmm. season where they were 11 and 0, the Steelers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So 2021, they're nine seven and one, and they sneak in. Whatever. The Steelers are garbage, and they've been garbage <laughs> for years. History history with football always is fun because it gets meshed together, especially when you have like good seasons like the Bills have had for the past few years. Mm-hmm. They all string together and they all look the same. I mean, for months I kept confusing. I just did what I was just doing there. I was confusing the Ravens with with the the, the Patriots, mm-hmm. and it was just it's a big jumbled mess. But now it's you know, can they make it? And it's I just, completely I, different than we've seen in the yeah, past it, it's, since it's very, 20, 2019, well, 2018. It, it's different because they don't control their own destiny now. Yeah. They're likely not going to win the division. Even though they've beaten the Dolphins, they haven't won enough games in the middle mm-hmm. of that. Right. The Dolphins continue to win. I mean, they're 8-3. and three. They Look, have they beaten a team over 500 yet? I, I actually don't think they have. <laughs> so no. they still – oh, no, the Raiders would have counted. I think the Raiders were 500. So they've beaten At the Raiders. At the time, yes. they were. <laughs> At the time, they were. So they've got that one game. I get it, but you play the schedule you have. This is also sort of the punishment for being as good as you are. You will get a tougher schedule. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's the thing true. is, I mean, that's that's the frustrating part of it. Another frustrating part is that they're plus 101 in point differential. No, you do not get to have that kind of continue on. Like, that is not 
You can't say, hey, but but they score a lot. Okay, cool, but they yeah, don't win. They're not winning. Yeah. And that's that is the the constant frustration I'm having with this team is you're right. There are silver linings. Josh Allen is your quarterback. He is putting up MVP numbers. Stephon Diggs still looks good. You get young stars on defense that are seemingly emerging. And they're six and six yeah. with a really tough schedule to end the year. Well, and, and it's funny you bring up the score differential because or the points differential because you look at like the Dolphins and they're at plus eighty eight. Seventy of those points are from one game. So in reality, you take away the Denver game and you make it an average game and you give them like 30 points in that game. They're, Wait, all, they're they, only they, plus 48. Yeah, because when they lost to the Bills, they lost by 28. Right. Uh, they've lost to the Eagles by double digits. They lost to Kansas City by seven. So, I mean, I mean, yeah, like that, them winning by 50 against Denver was huge. Right. That is, I mean, it, it was big for them. It's just, I look, I'm, they've played the schedule they have and they've done well with it. Mm-hmm. And they're right. Now, the, right now they're sitting in the four seed just because Jacksonville also keeps winning. Right. But everyone in the AFC, in, in the AFC leaders, is nine and three right now for Baltimore. But they're on the bye this week, and everyone else in the division leaders is eight and three. Everybody. What's also interesting that you brought up a second ago about the you know the schedule and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting next year to see if you know with the the success the Dolphins had, they're probably going to get a harder schedule. Well, next they, year. I mean they are. If they, if they win the division, they'll have a harder schedule. And and can they adapt? Can mm-hmm. they keep going? Is it just a paper tiger? Of I, I personally, I think it, I think it is. I think so because. Like you brought up, they've only beat teams that are under 500. Yeah, they, I mean, they beat up on bad teams. 500 or, or worse at the time of playing. Mm-hmm. And when they played the Bills, they obviously lost. They played the Chiefs and the Eagles, and they got killed mm-hmm. both times. And they didn't look like this, you know, 70-point scoring offense. Yeah. And I wonder what would happen if they played the Broncos again tomorrow. Well, you know, oh, this I, week. But I do wonder, though, because like, you're right. Like The Broncos team, when they gave up 70 points, is not the Broncos team now. No. That Broncos team is actually being carried by its defense at the moment, mm-hmm. which right. is a fascinating look at them. But, I mean, they've really <laughs> dragged their, their their season together. Even the Colts are 6-5 and five, right. with Gardner Minshew, a quarterback. To be fair— It also it, shows how good Shane Sykin is as a coach coming in. I mean, right. he loses top-five rookie quarterback early and has to go with Gardner yeah. Minshew. And he's like, ah, oh, we're just going to claw out some wins here. We're not going to be perfect, but we're going to claw out some wins. Even though it, it might look like— a really mid group mm-hmm. for the for the wild card. It is very interesting that all these teams are are so close. Like it is such a tight. The, race. A, the AFC this year has been, I would say, almost disappointing because no one really feels that great. Right, Nobody. but at the same time, it's it's. It, I, I think it's interesting that everyone is the same level. Like it's like sure you have your your clear cut Ravens and Chiefs and mm-hmm. Jaguars, but and I guess you could put the Dolphins up there in terms of record. Yeah, but like. The Steelers, no one really believes that they should be at seven and four. Same with the Browns. Yep. The Colts, the Broncos, and the Texans are all at six and five. The Bills probably should be at six and five. I mean, should they they should, reality, be, they should be at seven and five. In reality, they should be at like ten and. <laughs> if we're being honest, ten here. and one. Yeah. But but my point is, it, it is I get it. It's not been the greatest competition, but I like I like the closeness of it all. It's mm-hmm. it's interesting from a from a fan of football perspective. Not, oh, from, yeah, not yeah. from a specific team perspective. Because now from, you're, you're hoping that the playoffs then will be much closer. Right. That and, we and will get some upsets here and stuff like right. that. Right, because, because you, you've seen that other that these even the top-of-the-tier teams, like the Chiefs mm-hmm. and the Jaguars and the Dolphins, not necessarily the Ravens. They've been really well. But those three teams have had their days where it's like, wow, we just lost or we almost lost to this team. Yeah. Like the Chiefs almost were they, – they were not doing well against the Raiders, and they lost to the Broncos. Mm-hmm. So oh, that's that's start to that Raiders Chiefs game because the start to yeah. the Eagles game is also very good and I'm like wow this is going to be a huge day because mm-hmm. 
you'll you'll have the Raiders actually grab a win against Kansas City. The, I, it felt like the Bills were then going to grab a win against the Eagles, and it was like, all right, going to be a big You're game right in back two into weeks. It. Yeah, and it fell right apart. Let's take a call here before we take our first time out. We got Sam in Virginia. Sam, welcome to the show. How are we doing today? Hey, good afternoon, fellas. How y'all doing today? Doing very well. All right. Um, I got a question. Um, I was listening to y'all and was kind of um segueing into the question I'm about to ask. Sean McDermott. The Bills have the talent and the roster to win these last five games. Everybody knows that from looking at them from the past two, three years with Josh Allen as our quarterback. The problem is in one of these games, Sean McDermott is going to coach us out of one of them. That's for personally what I think. And anyone that's been looking at it since 13 seconds knows that we have the roster to do this. Of course we do, but he's just going to, he plays to lose instead of, you know, trusting Josh Allen, trusting the offense. Trust, and now I feel the offense has caught on now, but it's just a little too late. Look at the New England game that mm-hmm. we gave mm-hmm. away. The Denver game we gave away. I think the offense has finally caught on now from what from what we've seen from Josh, from what we've seen from Kincaid, Diggs, even Davis, although he hadn't had a good game prior to, to, to the Philly game, even he looked like he knew what he was doing on Sunday. And I just feel like we can win these last five. Of course we can. We know we can. I think McDermott's going to coach us out of one more. I feel that. Sam, thanks for the call. And that's kind of where I'm at. I'm kind of with Sam, where it does just feel like, of course they're going to drop another one of these games. They do it every year. And now this year is just the pinnacle of how bad it can be with Josh Allen as your quarterback, that they are dropping games to the Mac Jones-led Patriots, the Zach Wilson-led you know Jets, almost losing to the Tyrod Taylor-led Giants. I mean, like they've had even also some close games where they probably should have lost even how like how good they've been. And I agree with Sam's point. We know they have the talent to do it. This is still a very talented roster that has been able to kind of piecemeal together and figure it out and still have a high point differential and still be in all of these games. They still haven't really been blown out for a few years since like the Jonathan Taylor five touchdown game, I think back in 2021. I mean, it, it, like they're still there. I get it. It's just, I'm kind of with Sam. I feel like they're going to drop. I've kind of been mentioning it. Like, I feel like the Chargers game is like staring at me like, dead in the face. Don't do it. Don't think about it, and it won't happen. That's not how that works. I've tried doing that before. It's just like, again, right. this, no, might be, right. this might be my more <laughs> negative feelings. I mean, again, like I brought up with as, as a Texas fan, like the college football conference championships are going to be starting tonight. Uh, the Conference USA and Pac-12 start tonight at 7 and 8, respectively. And I'm I'm freaking out about Texas here in the back of my mind, and they're a fifteen and a half point favorite. I, I that might be just the mindset I have as a fan. Well, it's also, but I feel like the Bills have also proven it that they that they can hurt you in right. so many different ways. I mean, to be fair, it's Buffalo sports in, in general. Oh my gosh, just yeah. all o- oh all across gosh, the yeah. board, except for the Bandits. They're the ones that save us quietly. They just are like we're the heroes that you need, but <laughs> we're going to do but, it quietly. I mean, look, it, yes, it looks like a it looks rough, but it's doable. It's I, doable. It's, it's that's the one thing. It's not like a. It's not like a rah rah. Like we can do this. It's it's. No, no you know you, they have the talent. I you, think most Bills fans would tell you, you they have the talent to do it. You've embarrassed the Cowboys on national television in Thanksgiving before. And granted, it was Still a little Thanksgiving game. It was a little bit of a different t- Cowboys team, but for the most part, their core is the exact same. Mm-hmm. The only difference really is like Ezekiel Elliott and Ceedee Lamb. Yeah, CeeDee Lamb's truly emerged. Micah Parsons is on the no, team. No, Micah Parsons, you're right. Micah Parsons is on the team. Okay, but three three things are different. But honestly, Zeke not being there helps. 
Trayvon and Diggs is out. I mean, Trayvon Diggs is out. Bland is pretty sweet, though. Mm. He gets picks. He gets picks. And Allen throws picks. He'll give him one. Oh, man. He, he, no, he, now is, you, you, is, put it, you put it out there. That is the Brett you, Favre in him, though. You but, put, but, it, no, but, you put but it into I, the universe. I, I like his style of play, though. Like I don't yeah. I don't look at turnovers as like this end-all, be-all thing because no. I think the reward for his play far outweighs the risk. But it's just I'm kind of with the caller's point. I think they're going to get out-coached in one of these games. They're going to be in a close shootout. And if it's against the Chargers, I think Brandon Staley's worse than Sean McDermott. So I think McDermott comes out of that. Yeah. But if Herbert's the last guy on the field, it may not matter because just I I can't get that out of my mind that that's how McDermott coaches, and it's getting frustrating. And I, I know for a lot of fans, it's very, very frustrating. We do have to take a quick timeout here if you want to join the discussion. Do you think the Bills can make a run here to make the playoffs? Do they have the roster? Do they have the coaching to run the table to end the season? Love to hear your thoughts. 803-0550. Zach Jones, Josh Schmidt filling in for One Bills Live here today. You're listening to WGR. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.